Welcome to Teal Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. I'm Dee. I'm Alicia. And welcome to Tea Over Interiors. Today's topic, we will be discussing flex spaces and the importance of having multifunctional furniture. That's good. Yeah. But before we do that, Alicia, what are we sipping on? What are we sipping on? We are sitting on a pumpkin creme brulee. Yummy. I love it. I am having the same because we are sitting together recording. Finally. It's been, I don't know, ever. It's no, we've done it before, I think, right? No, no, never. It was our first time recording together. No, I don't believe it. It is. We always wanted to, but we never had the chance. I saw this that we had a chance. We did it before. We've talked about it. No, we think- started, but we never finished. We never actually got started. That's crazy. Oh, good. What happened? It got late. Well, so anyway, it is time for these residents. <laughs> crazy. Okay, go ahead. What you got for me? Alicia. Yes. So recently, as you know, I went on a trip to Savannah with my husband, Olivia Summer. Okay. Yeah. And during one of the tours, I learned that pineapple mm-hmm. symbolizes good fortune and welcomeness mm-hmm. by the hostess of the home. Okay. And you would put out this pineapple in like these elaborate spreads in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you would eat the pineapple after dinner mm. as the dessert. Now, if you weren't actually that affluent, you can actually rip your pineapple spread from a pineapple dealer. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's really? And no, are these like cut pineapple? Yeah, it's like cut. It's like all of these elaborate, like an elaborate design. Oh, yeah. Where is this? This was in Georgia, but I'm in Savannah, but I think they probably did it other places. It was like a colonial thing. Rome. But if you were not as affluent, wait till I get to this part. You ready for it? I'm afraid. You would return the pineapple oh. back to the the pineapple renting shop or whatever. Uh-huh. And a more affluent family would purchase it and they would eat it because they could afford to eat it. You were just renting it to put on your table to show up for your guests to show them that they're welcome. Now, the fun part about it was that when the pineapple was removed from the table, uh-huh. that meant your welcome was over. That meant you were no longer welcome. It was time for you to leave. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So I would you know that there's a couple of those types of symbols in today's society. So you know when you get these people come to your house and they never want to go home and you're like falling asleep at the table or whatever and you're like, yo, go home. Is that we need a pineapple spread? No, this is such a girl. Because I was to say, Alicia, what's my what's my goal? No, but you know you get those stragglers when you have events and this people still kind of go home. I'll be like, oh, pineapple has been removed. <laughs> and the kitchen. No. So, yeah. That's good. So, that's why I brought that fact up. Because you welcome me to your home. And I had like a million questions about this whole pineapple thing. But let's not, no, let's not digress. Let's get back on topic. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Today, 
Let's say we're going to talk about flex spacing. But before we get to that really quickly, uh-huh. we were outside pretty much like a whole right. early part of the afternoon. Right. Getting rid of most of our staging furniture. Yes. And we did pretty good. We did very well. Yeah. yeah. If you check out our Instagram, you'll see some of the things that we had for sale. Most of it is now gone. But well, we got to do another sale. We have, yeah, we have all this stuff. If you're interested, don't forget. We'll, we'll put something in the show notes and you can reach it. Yes. Anywho, on to today's topic. We're talking about flex space. With the pandemic, a lot of people realized that they had to work from home. Now, when I was younger, one of my friend's mother, I think I was like 12, actually. She worked for a bank in the computing area. You know, the IT rather. She worked from home like three times out of the week. Yeah, so she had an office space dedicated to her work because she needed it. But during a pandemic, a lot of people were caught without having a place to create for their office. How does one go about creating a flex space so that way they don't have to disrupt their whole kitchen or dining room area where they eat with their family? Don't you feel that those spaces should be separate? Well, sometimes you just don't have the luxury of separating spaces. So to have a space that serves as serves a dual function is, I think, more about having pieces that can either be serve two functions, like a table can also be a desk, or have it collapsible or have it convertible. I think the best thing to have is a Murphy bed because a Murphy bed, and today's Murphy beds are also sofas. They don't only fold up into the wall, but the part that's left out is a sofa or a day bed. Yeah. They are so cool. I, I think they're that. amazing. Yeah. So I do like those sorts of things. And then, of course, we know that there are beds uh, that are sofas or sofa beds. But I have seen pieces that are sofas, but they become a platform. And then you take the cushions that were on the seat of the sofa and you can lay them out. It really is a bit like it's a fully upholstered mattress. There are so many really interesting pieces out there in the market that you could purchase that do convert. Those are the sorts of things that I, I think are good for, especially people who are using offices as guest bedrooms or guest bedrooms as offices. You want to look at furniture pieces that can be convertible or interchangeable. Yes, I agree. And you can also, if you have a space, let's say your dining room is rather large, but you don't need such a large table anymore because you're not entertaining like you used to. You can cut off half of that space and, you know, separate it out and make one half for an office space. Do you agree? Yeah. And then you can keep the same color, but you can make it seven shades darker or dual dark. You can make it several shades lighter. So then it feels like a home space within that space, but it's, you know, sectioned off. Either you use a beautiful screen, a wall divider, something so that you don't see it behind that wall or that screen as much. And you can still eat and not think about work. Because I think 
really important to separate the two because you don't only want to think about work, right? Right. That's true. Ideally, and I know this is a luxury, but you want to have a space that you don't use in your home and try to convert that space to the office. Yeah, like an alcove, yeah. a blank wall that's off of your dining room or off of your living room or something, where just before you walk up the stairs, sometimes you have like that open space. Like a landing or something. And you can use the space under your stairs. It's definitely the curve. depends on the layout of the house. Yeah. But there are some spaces I think a lot of people, even though, depending on where you live, this is a luxury and it's definitely something that is the prime real estate. And that would be a closet. A closet can really nicely convert into a little alcove office. Amen. Where you can build in everything. When you shut the doors of that closet, the whole office works over and the whole workspace goes away. That's really cool. Yeah. But of course, if you're in New York or if you're in a small apartment, closet spaces at a premium and you do not want to disassemble a closet that you need for your clothes and your, you know, personal belongings to put a dag one off. I've seen people just show desks in yeah. front of their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> the and the clothes just go closet just there. And you know, I'm like, you know what, I can I can make that look better. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um not judging. I'm just saying, you know, I really think that when spaces are done well and they look nice, people feel better about their their home and their situation. You know, because when you take the look of things, it does. It makes you feel away. It does. It you does. may not really realize it, but you are internalizing it, and it's just vibing off and just creating all this other energy within your home. And that you know, harmony and dis-ease and, and just disconnect, and it's not good. Yeah, like last week, we were talking about three common design challenges. And one of them, I was talking about the large piece of furniture because it's scale. Exactly. We're talking about like how your home could make you feel like, you know, either you don't have enough room, it's not adequate, it's not this, it's not that, which it is adequate. It's all the things you want it to be. It's just that it's not laid out properly. It's not designed properly to function the way that you live. Right. So once your home functions the way that you live and it can be done... And no matter what the size of the space, it really can be done. It's skill. It's a skill that needs to be, you know, attained. And that's why I usually call a professional to help you out, give you some ideas, get you going. But you really need to make sure that that function of your home, that you love it. So no matter, even if you have to work from home, it's not a big deal. Oh. Because you just love it. You love the space. I agree. That's about it on my end. Do you have anything else you want to add, Alicia? Well, I think we've covered all bases, at least a few bases. Yeah, you know, creating that zone for whatever it is you need to do at home or, you know, entertaining people really don't do too much anymore. But I think we're getting back to that. But even though people are getting back to that, they kind of still limit the amount of people that are in their home. Absolutely. Continue to, you know, make your homes your sanctuaries because it's so important. It really is for your well-being, for your mental well-being. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Anything you want to say? As usual, be very mindful that your home, it should be a respite. It should be a place for recharging, refueling, and, and just giving you the energy and inspiration to live a full life. And we're always here to help you with that. If you have anything that you are stumbling or challenged with, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Everything will be in the show notes for the ways to reach us. 
We'll see you next week where we're going to talk about another exciting topic. Thanks so much for joining us today. Alicia and I are going to get back to this pumpkin creme brulee. Oh, and it's so good. That's why this episode's short because I don't want my tea to get any cold. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Tea of Anterius is brought to you by Truesdale Morrison Staging and Design. Check us out at truesdalemorrison.com as well as on social at Truesdale Morrison Staging and Design. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and be sure to come back next week for a new episode. Thanks for listening. Nice job, ladies. Carry on.